Welcome to the Get Your Energy Back podcast. I'm your host, Shelby Hansen. As a life coach, invisible illness warrior, and kidney transplant recipient, I've navigated the waters of chronic fatigue for nearly a decade and can help you feel more energized and alive than ever before. In this podcast, we dive deep into topics that can help you boost your energy levels and live a more vibrant life. Whether you're looking to overcome limiting beliefs, improve your relationships, gain a better understanding of what is affecting your energy levels, or simply find more joy and fulfillment in your life, the Get Your Energy Back podcast is the perfect place to start. So sit back, relax, and join me on this journey towards a more energized, balanced, and vibrant life. Hello and welcome to the show today. Today, I wanted to share with you a concept that I love to teach my clients about that can really help to save some energy for you and to get some energy back in your relationships. And this concept, as I was taught through my life coach school, is called the manual. So what is a manual? Essentially, a manual is unwritten expectations that you have of other people. It's usually something that you think other people should be doing so that you can feel better. And lots of times you may have not even told them what it is that you want them to do. So I want you to be thinking, when has this happened for me before? When is there some relationship that I have that I think if this person would just do this, then it would solve everything? I don't know about you, but I have that thought all the time, and that's why it's so helpful to have this concept of a manual. And we're going to talk about it a little bit. Towards the end of this podcast, I'm going to give you three truths to remember about a manual so that you can start to feel better without having to wait for other people to change, okay? So number one thing to remember is that you aren't in charge of how other people behave, especially adults. It's a little different if you have kids, but for adults, they are able to make their own choices. They have the ability to think and to choose just like you. For example, I have a manual in my mind of when there was one time I went to a craft store years ago and I walked in, I was looking for something very specific and the lady that was there, I asked her, I was like, where is this thing? I don't remember what it was. And she was in the aisle stalking something and was just so rude to me in my mind. Wouldn't really tell me where it was, kind of yelled at me for even asking her. And I just walked away and I was so upset about it. And I ended up talking to a friend later that day. I said, you'll never believe what happened at this store. I went and I asked this lady who works at the store where a craft item was and she bit my head off. And can you believe that somebody that works at a craft store would act like that? (laughs) It was so funny. I'll never forget a response because she said, you have no idea what was going on in her life that day. And for me, I had a manual, especially in that time, probably, I think this is maybe like six or seven years ago. The manual for me was if you are working at a job, then you should help other people in your job. Like when when the customer comes up to you, you should put all of your personal things aside and you should be helpful and kind and courteous. Now, the problem with that, with that is that she wasn't behaving that way. And I was causing myself suffering because 
her behavior does not impact how I feel. Her behavior doesn't control my feelings. And so I noticed myself, maybe not in a job, but in other places that I was around other people, I noticed that I was grouchy sometimes and I was a little short with people because of what was happening internally in my life, the stressors that I was trying to deal with. And now it gives me more of compassion and empathy for that craft store worker. I don't know, maybe... You know, I have friends that will make up stories about people like good ones when they're not behaving how typically society thinks that they should behave. They'll talk about how like, oh, maybe their mom got sick and is in the hospital. That's why they're driving so fast. Maybe that's why they're behaving and acting so rude and so grumpy to me. That is just one of the ways that we can see that you always have a choice about how you perceive other people's behavior. Okay. So again, along with us thinking that we know how other people should behave, a lot of the times you will have these manuals and you won't tell the people the manual. You'll feel like they should just know, like it's Thursday night. Everybody should just know that the trash goes out on Friday morning. So they should be the ones to help put the trash away in my house. My kids should help take out the trash. My husband should help take out the trash. And maybe I have told them, but maybe I haven't either. And I might even have a manual that says, if I've told my family this, then they should do this. If I've told my family the trash needs to be taken out, then they should do it. Problem is that a lot of times they still don't. And I'm the one that's left feeling frustrated. They're probably not even thinking about the trash, which is why they're not doing it. Okay. So what are you doing when you have a manual for somebody? Essentially, what you're doing is you're tying your emotional happiness to somebody else's behavior. You are giving away your agency. You're giving your power away to somebody else's behavior that may or may not have anything to do with you. And most of the time doesn't have anything to do with you. And the most important part of this, especially for those of us that experience chronic fatigue, You are giving your energy away to somebody else because of how they're behaving. For example, if you go to the doctor and maybe the nursing staff is not as kind or the secretary is a little curt with you, if you have a manual in your mind about how they should behave, how they should treat their patients, how they should treat their clients, and then they don't, it's you that ends up getting frustrated. It's you that has to deal with that energetic state, not them. Because you don't have the power to control how somebody behaves, but they don't have the power over you either. I love this quote by Viktor Frankl. And he says in his book, Man's Search for Meaning, let me look it up really quick so I say it the right way. He says, between stimulus and response, there is a space. In that space is our power to choose our response. In our response lies our growth and our freedom. So when somebody does something, if the nurse says tells you that you should lose weight and you have a manual that nurses should not say that, you have a space between her saying the words and you deciding what your response will be. Because that space is where you have all of your power. It's where you have all of the potential energy of how the interaction will go. You might be thinking that this is the only option that I have is to be kind of passive aggressive and maybe give her a dirty look. 
But there's so many options. If somebody were to say that to you, you could agree with them. Be like, yep, I sure do. You can use a little bit of humor. You can use all sorts of different ways to react and to respond. You could stand up for yourself if you wanted to. There's lots of things. Now, what I'm not talking about is when somebody is violating your boundaries and you need to have a conversation about that. That's a different topic. I'm just talking about in our minds, how we let other people have control over how we feel, okay? So here's the three truths that I want you to remember today. And I've kind of touched on some of them, but the first one is that other people's behavior does not control your feelings. How do I know this? So let's say that you've got some teenage kids and you think that they should not swear, okay? If you were to hear your teenage child swear, you might think that it's the swearing that is making you upset because you heard it and you don't think that they should swear. You've got that manual. If my kid doesn't swear, then I can feel like a good parent. I can feel good. The funny part is that your child might not might be swearing when they are not around you and it doesn't impact you. Their behavior does not cause your emotion because they might be doing it when you're not around. The behavior is not linked exactly to how you're feeling. There is a space and the space is your thought. What do you think about that? And maybe you wanna have a conversation with your teen and tell them the expectation and set out some consequences. I'm totally for that. But them doing something that is out of the bounds of your manual is not as what is not what is causing your suffering. So others people, other people's behavior does not control your feelings. The second one is that manuals are about control. It's all about control. So what you want to be asking yourself is where am I feeling out of control personally when I'm trying to control everybody else? Because chances are There's some stress that's happening in your body that you haven't processed through. And so our brains go into fight or flight and they want to control everything and everybody's behavior so that you can feel good again. But this is not an outside job. That's an inside job. Okay. And then number three is that you always have the choice of how to respond. Just like I said in Viktor Frankl's quote, just barely, there is a space between what happens and how you respond. And that space is where your freedom lies. That's where you can find the power to make the change and to not have to experience all of this anger and frustration with other people in your life. Did you know that their behavior could stay the same and you could still love them? They don't need to change for them to feel your love and for you to feel love for them. They don't need to change in order for you to love them. They can stay the same and you can choose love in the moment. And love doesn't always look like saying yes to everything, but it always looks like making sure that you are in alignment with your values. So if they are doing something that's outside of your values, you can tell them but don't expect them to change just because you are trying to control the situation. Let them off the hook. And chances are 
that the strains and the stresses in the relationship will start to subside once you start to let go of the control. And the cool part is when you stop trying to control everybody else and expending all of that energy, trying to make them differently, you get all that energy back that you can use for what you really want to create in your life. All right, have a great week and I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Bye-bye. Are you ready to welcome in vibrancy and energy into your life? Join me for a fatigue recovery call. We'll get on a call and I will share my three-step process for getting your energy back personalized, especially for you. Simply go to the show notes and schedule your call today. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. If you're looking for a life coach to work with, what are you waiting for? Let's get coaching together today. I hope you have a wonderful week as you take your power back on creating more vitality, energy, and vibrancy in your life today.